Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't hit for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Gang, gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Are you alright, Mike B? Tell my family why they don't love me. What happened? They were all upstairs. They are, they're, they're all upstairs having a good time. And I'm up here dying downstairs and no one came and checked on me. <laughs> uh, the freeloaders don't know that Mike B had a, a cramp. Dying. He had an ab muscle yeah. cramped up during the yeah. the end of the Monday episode and uh, <laughs> seems to be okay now. Yeah, I'm good. I'm about to, I'm about to get a little, a little tassium in me. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little tassium? Yeah. A little tassium is a good rap name. <laughs> Lil Tassium. <laughs> sound, it sounded like you were in bad shape at the end of that episode. It was. Um, because it shot in my app and then it shot to my hip. So I was oh. down. I couldn't move. But we outside now. We outside like the Harriet Tubman bit we did. <laughs> so you had a cramp that moved to your hip and went all the way from your... Uh... Your ab all it moved like the or the yeah it was it was right here and then I went down I was in a split like motion in my hip my hip bone was like yeah we're gonna we're gonna get you we're gonna attack this too okay and hit my hip hit hit my hip bone hit my hip flex are you looking at this dude in the chat that that uh, Lamerson in the chat um, no I haven't even looked at my phone. Ryan White like he just glitching yeah. on us like I look at every time I look he just flickering. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Wright has been he's been attacked by um Toka Carson's um 40,000 hours of footage. <laughs> That's what happened to your computer. You watched yeah. footage. Yeah. <laughs> Check that grab, pull it up, Andy. This shit is crazy. All right, let me pull this story up. And let me see. I think I heard something about this. Yeah, okay. So I'll screen share this article. I don't know this guy. They say he's a comedian. They say he's a comedian, but that don't mean nothing. Alleged New York City subway shooter. Oh, he did it. <laughs> is a comedian who is slated to perform in Times Square. And this is his mugshot, I guess. A real life joker is on the loose in Gotham. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, all right, people. Okay. <laughs> a man wanted for allegedly opening fire on a strap hanger during a fight. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't hear the story. Hanger. People on the subway That's who what are they call people standing who... and 
used to be straps that you would hold on to while you were hanging. Oh, okay. So yeah. So you put the bar in. You can still make your get your own strap though. That's they were selling those because it's more uh, hygienic. Oh yeah, didn't it touch that bar? This thing, oh, you would loop you. it over the bar and hold it, and then you just take that shit off and put it in your purse. What they fail to tell you is, is that when you're touching that, you're touching the thing that's touching the bar. Right, and you're gonna get germs. Yeah, yeah. No matter. You'd be what. better off just wearing some uh, some doctor's gloves. It's got feces on it too. We we established that last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the the alleged crime clown, right? Marcos Cofresi, thirty, who performs under the names Leo and Leonardo Cofresi, is on yeah, the Ninja bill Turtle? at the LOL Comedy Lounge on West Forty Sixth, which is a shithole, by the way. Yeah, oh, it's, it is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's you got to bark people in and all that stuff. I think. Whether he shows up is another story. Cofresi is currently in the crosshairs of the NYPD. The Bushwick, Brooklyn resident allegedly blasted a 34-year-old man in the stomach and forearm last month while they rode a southbound N train. Cofresi and his female companion were fighting with the victim just after 1 a.m. on January 28th. And as the train pulled into the Canal Street and Broadway station, the comic allegedly opened fire, firing off two rounds. The victim was taken to Bellevue Hospital in stable condition, according to police. He's doing well, much jail, better. Brother. The going to jail, brother. This is, I guess, a picture of him with a mask on. You can't really see his face. Yeah, he's going to jail. The Bronx woman was stunned when, to- when told the alleged gunman is a comedian. I know. They were like, ain't nothing funny about that? The Bronx woman. <laughs> Who's the, the Bronx comedy? woman What's in the this story? Line? That's her down there. Oh. I don't know who the woman is, but I know that's his female. That's companion. his c- companion. That's how they go catch him. I think it's absolutely insane that people are shooting people for no reason. The wanted comedian has two prior arrests for criminal possession of marijuana and fair evasion. Gafresi likes talking about crime and cops in his act. Quote. Talk about what you know. Remember when people wanted to get rid of cops? Remember that? Like a year ago, Gafresi riffed in one crime fueled take on his TikTok. Some dude in a turtleneck was like, taking him down. We should get rid of cops. I was like, you look very robbable. I was oh. like, are you a fighter? Why do you want to get rid of cops? He's like, no, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. I was like, no, you're a victim. We're going to rob you, dog. He said, laughing maniacally at his own joke. That sounds like some funny crowd oh, work. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> he's living it, though. He's living his raps. Yeah, I'm about to say that's too close to the joke being real. <laughs> um, in another bit posted last year, he warbles selling drugs. It sounds less fucked up when you sing it, right? That's why Does rap it? is so fun, he quipped, drawing laughs and cackles. Reading comedy is never the same as watching a comic, but <laughs> click um, on his click on the hi- hyperlink they said they put into it. Well, yeah, I think there's some clips in the chat as well with this TikTok. And so this is a TikTok from last year. Singing my crimes. <laughs> I wouldn't say he was laughing maniacally. No, he was just riffing. I mean, this mm-hmm. this is the other TikTok, I guess. Remember when people wanted to get rid of cops? Remember that? Like a year ago? Some dude in a turtleneck was like, we should get rid of cops. I was like, you look very robbable. <laughs> I was like, are you a fighter? 
do you want gum? Well, why do you want to get rid of cops? He's like, no, I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. I was like, nah, you're a victim. <laughs> we gonna rob you, dog. <laughs> All right, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, um, yeah sound like a younger comic, too. Yeah. yeah, he said he's 30, and so some of these clips might be from when he was 28, 29. In August, Cafresi performed at the Front Street Tap Room in Fargo, North Dakota, as part of a New York City Friends showcase. The club gave this bio. Leo Cafresi is a Dominican ex-gang member on stage. He has a devil's advocate style with goofy and observational jokes. You, you can see him on Game Theory on HBO. Oh, oh no. shit. He did a man on the street thing on Game Theory, I believe. Mm-hmm. Earlier this month, NYPD sought the public's help in finding the suspect, and it wasn't to get his autograph. Gunman seen wearing a white neck gaiter with a skull on it, ran off with the woman as the train pulled into the station. Distinctive face covering may have sparked a what are you looking at argument that escalated into bloodshed. Oh, it's one of those things. Just, oh, you looking at why are you looking at me? He's a comedian watered in the shooting. There was a bump. Marcos pulled a gun. NYPD chief of detectives James Essex said Friday. Cafresi is about 5'10 and was also seen wearing a dark colored jacket with New York written on it. I guess they caught him. This is a mugshot, right? At the top of the article. Yeah, but he's been arrested before. Oh, uh, that's two prior arrests. So he's on the run. That could be just a previous thing. I mean, when you, when you put that picture out, you you gonna get got. <laughs> you gonna get. He's got a very distinctive haircut. Yeah, you are gonna get got. You gotta leave. You gotta leave town. Better you gotta shave that the, head. Shave head your beard. Poke nose or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got to. He's got to lay low for a while. I mean, he could probably still hit a few open mics because nobody goes to a New York open mic usually. <laughs> so he could probably still get his <laughs> get his reps in while he's. Uh, Mike, you all right, house. or did you die sitting up? Well, no, I'm good now. Okay. okay. He had a yeah, banana. Good. He had a banana. I'm letting this banana oh, okay. go to work. So the, okay, so the banana had more seasons than that chicken? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm letting this banana, I'm letting this banana do the Cole's got right a now. question for you in the chat room, Andy. Andy, are you a former gang member turned comedian? No, I'm not. I'm a comedian uh, turned future gang member. I'm going the other way. I'm going to join a gang late, <laughs> late in life. <laughs> Let on in life. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait till about 53 or so join a gang. And you know what? They call the canes because you know what? They give you a cane because we old. So we, we ain't cripping or blood and not like that. Mm-mm. Did you get shot? No, but I shot at me and I cramped up. <laughs> right? So, I <laughs> run. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So this guy, I, I don't know. We we have to know people who know this guy, Marcos Cofresi or Leo. He goes by Leo on stage. Probably or Leonardo. So someone's hiding him. Someone that we know is hiding this guy in their New York City apartment. Probably. Oh, Randolph, you said Courtney. I think Roderick said, if he not, if I'm not mistaken, he's seen Courtney at Drunk Black History. Yeah, so I just talked to Courtney last night. He did see Courtney at. at uh, okay. Courtney went out to support. I be so jealous of Roger because Roger could be up there seeing everybody, and I just yeah. have to look at the pictures from afar. Yeah, only without the support. Like I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Tulsi Gabbard on Fox News last night said Biden's efforts to hire women, minorities, LGBTQ plus, etc., for top administration roles makes him just like Hitler. I saw that because because Hitler used race in determining who he hires, and since ah. the since Biden is using race in determining who he hires. That's just like Hitler. Is is it Chelsea? That's just like Hitler. Who's of course, he, Hitler used he, the who is he, he excluding? Hitler used race to exclude. Right. Who's Biden excluding Chelsea? Well, I wondered did did Chelsea? Tucker uh did did anyone, you know, the 
push back on that? What was the follow-up question that she got? I'm sure Fox News would have No, asked. and that's kind of the problem for like somebody pointed this out about um Shady McCoy, LaShawn McCoy, talking yeah. about Eric Bienemy. So he went on uh Dr. Teeth's show, um Teeth Tooth Brother. Uh whatever Acho's show's <laughs> name. Acho. Acho. Yeah, he I think he's I think he might be a co-host on that now. LaShawn McCoy. Oh, uh, okay. So he's he's like uh he's he's on TV all the time, I guess. Yeah, then. so he went on there Talking and he talked shit. shit about Eric Bienemy, and he's like everybody just let him talk, but no one asked him any just basic questions. Like no, because then he had to explain. Yeah, it's like you you say, okay, so you know, you're talking shit about Eric Bienemy because you played when you were in the locker room with him. How many weeks were you in the locker room with him? 13. Okay. Why did you leave after 13 weeks? Why did you the end of his career too? Why did they deactivate you for the Super Bowl? Right. That they were in that year. They deactivated you for that. Why'd that happen? Why did you fumble the ball in in, in critical key moments to, to make the enemy say, you need to carry that ball better? Why did all of that happen leading up to that? And then which leads to the question of, so you're just saying all this? As some get back for Eric Bieniemy because you don't like Eric Bieniemy because right. he got benched by Eric Bieniemy, right? Basically, right. because right because that's what it seems like because nobody else is saying this shit. That's what I'm about to say, you. right? Like as many people as he coached, all of a sudden you're the only one coming out and saying this. Yeah. Nobody else, even even you know the superstars and shit that he's coached with over the years because he's not new at this. Nobody else is coming out because if this is the problem, all it takes is for one person, then everybody will come out, right? right. Right. So if you, why aren't you hey Tamara, nice to see your face, love. Why aren't you uh no one is, is pushing back? So th- this one cat's point was um, you know, they're not journalists, they're not really journalists that are brought in to do these shows, so they don't ask us. I said I'll take it a step further, is that these Acho guys, stuff like that, they are uncurious people. They're not curious. They're not even like, you're not even, you just don't let this dude talk. You're not even curious at all about them. Well, they played in the, I mean, Emmanuel Acho played in the NFL. You know, why wouldn't you ask just, you're not curious enough. Just ask the modicum of questions. Just like, why? How many weeks did you play with him? How many well, weeks? Wait a minute you- though. That would be an uncomfortable conversation. Oh, that's right. You can't have those. Yeah, that's, that's right. Sorry. There you go. There you go. So motherfuckers are firing LaShawn McCoy up, you know? Yeah. Well, and then Eric Bieniemy got asked about it. Well, he, he, as, as Michael Smith was saying on brother from another, he was like, he sounded like a head coach. Like he motherfucking have any opinion he wants. I don't give a fuck. Basically he was like, I don't give a fuck about him. <laughs> yeah. I got a job to do. Cause I have a, I'm yeah. still in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> I have a job. <laughs> yeah, I have a job in football. Um, <laughs> you know. This is him ask, uh, being asked about LaShawn McCoy's comment. Here's what I would. Here's one thing I would tell him. I'm like, okay, you need button down collars, sir. Who got his tie? Oh my god! That's just a, maybe his wife. Maybe you know that's just a stylist thing. I'm like, okay, you need a button down collar and so some you don't have you don't have a his, neck. His, yeah, but I said his edges on that on that yeah. thing is sticking have, out. You don't have a neck. Here's what you probably should do. I'm a, and I'm gonna y'all gonna think I'm crazy for this. Sport an ascot in the team color. An ascot. Come on, boo, ascot. Yeah, 
That's what, gonna, that's why Roland Martin wears an ascot because he ain't got no neck. Yeah, he ain't got no neck. If you got a long neck, you can wear it like I do. You can wear an ascot and get away with it easy. If you got a short neck, no neck, you can wear an ascot and get away with it easy. Ascots are great, dog. I try to tell y'all, you don't have to worry about doing the button up. They feel good. They're fucking they're great. I mean, Eric Bieniemy, he's got a he's got a team to coach. He's out here, you know, he doesn't have time to be going shopping for button downs and ascots. Listen, you know? he would look better listen, than that than that tied like a kid tied it. Listen to me. They're gonna <laughs> judge this man on any little thing they possibly can. So yeah, you can't, you can't give them any opening. I mean, they're gonna judge him whether or not he wears an ascot. Yeah, if he wears so one, he's gonna get judged. My point is. It's not so much be unjoyable, but just go ask out with button down collars. I think that would look. I wonder if uh, I'm trying to think of a place in Ashburn, Virginia, where you can buy an ascot. Maybe, maybe the mall has better, a spot. Better take your ass from Big Ascot is sponsoring me. Better take your <laughs> ass to a men's warehouse. You knew this press conference was coming. Yeah, we got men's warehouse. <laughs> yeah, we got a men's warehouse around here. Didn't they um not give him a job because they say he came in there wrinkled? Did they say know. that? It's any yeah. there's any excuse they could possibly use for him. Any excuse. yeah, that was what that was one of the reasons they uh, mean, like he interviewed. I mean, came that shirt right. is wrinkled, so he came in there black is how he came in there. They might have a point. I mean, he is wrinkled. Yeah, I mean, well, I've said I've said before at the at his stage of his career, he could walk in with his dick out. It don't matter. Come on, jogging pants. The fuck dude. is this? Why is your why is your dick out? Oh, uh, it's just my thing. I mean, all right. Well, let me ask you this though: Is my dick wrinkled? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I That's just be his thing. He could become Eric Dick out the enemy. I'm like, yeah, he keeps his dick out. We don't I mean, know. I, it, we if don't he know was why. if he was pulling his dick out in all those interviews, I kind of get why they wouldn't hire him. Yes. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe that's a bridge too far, but this is what he said about LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy is a future Hall of Fame runner, okay? Everybody's entitled to their own position. No, he's not to their own uh, comments and how they feel. When it's all said and done with. I think that's all I have to say because he's entitled to his own opinion. That's life. Okay, you got good and you have bad, you know. It does not impact me in any way. Because one thing that you learn when you're in this position, you have to learn to eliminate distractions. All right. My job is to focus on the now. Everything yeah, else. He just he just called LaShawn McCoy a nothing. <laughs> that's what he now, just look, you know what he said. You're a nah motherfucking factor you guys might be distracted by the off-center dimple in my tie but i'm not focusing on distractions <laughs> right apparently now. you did not give a damn and nobody <laughs> told you when you nobody nobody looked at you and was like um yeah let me get some more starch and flatten this out for you right now you guys might be looking at my collar and say what happened to you don't you have any of those collar stay things but i'm not yeah, the on pin it down something <laughs> yeah, that's the thing of the past Okay, my call is going to be a future Hall of Famer. You hear that? Apparently so. <laughs> he's busy. He's got a team to coach. He's don't busy. they don't don't they have him like cuff like cuff links? You know what I'm saying? Like he couldn't even got a match on with the Washington to pin them bitches down. Yeah, it's, there's many options. There's actually quite a few options to not have that. But you know, it's been a long day. Yeah, he's he's been in, in the film room. Whatever it is, he's uh he's he's why he should he should just go if he's going to go with this look, he should just. Loosen the tie and unbutton the top button. You know who didn't dress him a girlfriend or a wife? <laughs> he is married. No. She that I know. She must have looked at him but like, okay, you got it. Because he probably like, I know how to dress woman. I think okay. that- <laughs> oh, you got it, baby. Guys at the station I done told saying, you. Uh, now she got to deal with the chat. That's what the guys at the station chat. were saying. And she's a Delta. 
See, I heard some black folks at the station over talk over talking that. I'm like, hmm, is she letting me leave the house like yeah, that? Thank you, Kimberly. Girl, did you see your husband's collar? I know, I know. I told you know, him. I'm, I'm married, I but him. I, I haven't seen my wife. I told him I tied a tie. He, you know, uh. Haven't seen her in six weeks because she's a distraction. You know, I gotta, I gotta worry about this team right now. My hey, Randolph, wife... she probably the one that suggested to ask God, and he blew her off. Sure, no goddamn ask that's exactly what he, what he said and she was like well i guess you're gonna be looking crazy on the tv i'm not going on tv but you know more don't you better tell them don't they better not turn no camera on me in the box you out here looking crazy oh uh, what if they turn the camera on her and she's dressed more sloppy than him that's a you know, nah, i can't see that. i doubt Runs that in the family. i can't see that 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 nah nah because girl because girls <laughs> got girlfriends she knows she's gonna be on tv Girls got girlfriends that'll gather them up. I can't, I can't see that. <laughs> yeah, y'all just be letting y'all friends look crazy. Yeah. You know, it's like he's a always, man. He can do it his manly way. I they told him say it in crazy. sports, they say distraction. You can't have distraction. Yeah. Eric Bianami is 53 years old. We well, definitely don't care. Uh, you get a picture of his wife, him and his wife. Let me see if I can find anything. Let's put like Eric Bianami family. That ought to do it. Oh, yeah, a, I think she'll be a team photo. Yeah, they had some conversation at some period of time, and him and he her in the and, office. And, she was like, "Fine." <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, Eric Bieniemy family. Let's do that search. It started real light all of a sudden. Mia is his wife. Not with a Mia woman that looked like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And she likes skin. Oh yeah, she definitely was like, uh, "You better put that damn ascot on." Oh, on, did. Not, she suggested it. That is that is not in that box. That is not Eric Bieniemy's yes. family. No, it's not. <laughs> not this yet. picture says who's Mia Bieniemy. That's not either one. That's I don't know if that's her either. That can't be her. Um, I took what I. Is that his wife? Mia Bieniemy. Oh, uh, Mike B's got family drama going on. He he muted his mic, so you know shit's going down. I think that is his wife. This one, this picture here. Yeah, that was Tam. That's Tamla Man. That's the man's. <laughs> that so, picture there. Well, just Google me at the enemy. But look, his collar is 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 pretty sharp there. His tie seems because to be she's in the well. picture with him. All right, <laughs> right. <laughs> seems it to be don't put look together crazy. Because she was like, "Look, you can do what you want to do at your job, but we go into this function, and you is not gonna look crazy on my dime." <laughs> Guarantee you that's what they say. But baby, nobody else says nothing. But them men, like I don't care. Right. I mean, you know, he's got some pictures where his collar looks like a normal collar. I mean, more or less, because he does have a Yeah, that's he, his wife, Mia Bianami, married in a secret ceremony. What how, where, Mia, what's her birth name is Mia Tone Maxi. Okay. What's the secret ceremony? What is that about? They ran off together. I guess it didn't have no big wig. Yes, so. This is the same day, and his yeah, that collar just doesn't work. See that this is earlier in that yeah, same day. Eric you know Bianami married that a long time ago in an intimate ceremony, keeping it low. The duo did not disclose the wedding date and venue. Additionally, there's no information. Did they rush him? Did they come in and go? You got a photo shoot. They it have two like- sons, Eric Bianami the third and Elijah. Yeah, that really looked like they rushed him in there. Oh, yeah, looks like the, el- just... the oldest boy, Eric the Third, has cerebral palsy. He's already a high school graduate. Well, I mean, he's fifty-three. I can't get over that collar. I don't know why that shit is bothering me. Yeah, the collar that 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 day, which happens to be the day they took all the pictures of him. 
he right. had a, a shirt on with a messed up collar. There's other pictures where he's looks he looks fine, like like this one here. There he goes. That's how it was supposed to look flat. Yeah, what so. dude rushed in there and was like, put on this shirt, put on this tie. All right, we got photos to take. It was just a bad, it was just a bad shirt day the day he went went in to get all his pictures taken. That's all. We've all had bad shirt days before. Yeah, that collar looks like it's trying to fly away. He would actually be better off with no tie. You know, he's there was a picture of him with no tie. I'm like telling he, you, he's just you gotta wear the ascot, man. He looks like earthquake from the side. I can kind of see that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, well, you know, he doesn't want to be distracted by, you know, irons and dry cleaners and all that stuff. So it is what it is. Yeah. He got the job despite the collar. As well, he got the job mm-hmm. despite a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he 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 literally just got pushed yeah. across the line because Collar is the least of them. <laughs> Maybe he just got to town and pulled the suit out of the suitcase and put it on. Yeah, that's what really looked like. What happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least the shirt. Uh, you go to this is your first appearance on on out in front of the press. You've done this before, man. Go get you a brand new suit. Take you better take your ass to men's warehouse. I'm telling you, take your ass to men's warehouse or Banana Republic. But they're not going to have it ready that day. They got to tailor it, right? Yeah, you can get something ready for that. You can get something ready to, to hit you that day. If you've got get ready that day money, yes, you can have your trust, shit done. Trust, yeah, but do you day. have? Seems would do it right down the spot. <laughs> do you have get ready that day neck? You know what I mean? Like uh, maybe. The- the ah, neck, ah, you just ah, at that ah, point now ah, you're just talking you gotta to work the with the neck now. Now you're right. just talking to the people that are there, the 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 uh the guys that are dressing you, they'll they'll get you, they'll get you right. All right. I, I mean th- you mean Timmy, y'all don't have no person that's like, hey dog, we you can't right. have you out here looking crazy. No media person that's like, hey, we can't have you looking crazy. I feel like there's I mean, so the commander's headquarters is right here in Ashburn, Virginia. And okay. there's gotta be a guy, they all this a lot of them have no neck. They're football players. Right. So, yeah, the enemy is a former players. football player. He's a, he was in the right. NFL. They all they gotta have a guy. They like, go to my guy. You know what I'd have done? Neck. I'd have sent him out there with a turtleneck on. Turtleneck <laughs> is fine. Suit with a turtleneck. And I would say just keep the buttons of the suit closed. Or no tie. About, just just go without what, a tie, and the collar probably sits a little better. What about a mock neck? A mock neck. Yeah, you can Wait do a mock neck. You can do a mock neck. What's the a mock, mock neck? neck? A mock neck with a fake, a fake turtleneck. It goes like I'm about to say a fake neck. How you faking the neck? A mock neck with a ch- with a little with a nice little necklace with a cross a little, on it. Little cross chain. Yeah, oh, cross on it. Okay. 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 Keep, keep, keep uh, it classic. Oh, oh, okay. So the ones that kind of just go go across the top, yeah, and that's it. It's nothing more to it. Okay. Right, okay, right. that's more to it. And she is a sorrow. So I'm. That's a. That's another thing. As TPS is saying. All, all the wife had to do was send out the the hootie hoo to her network of Soros sisters. Like my look, y'all know how Eric is. Okay, so <laughs> send me some stuff for him, please. <laughs> y'all know how he is. <laughs> yeah, we got a guy or a girl. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> we'll send you somebody over there. And Jimmy's right. Men's Warehouse, they're relentless. They'll get you resting out the door in an hour. It's not like he's going to can. He's not going to K and G menswear. He's going to menswear. What if he goes to Walmart to get his dress clothes? You know, maybe he's just a a simple man. 
And that would be a problem again. I'm about to say now that would be a mistake. Again, you got to put that <laughs> on the wife. Like, okay, I will, I will take care of this. You I just, got this shirt at Home Depot. They sell them. Right next to the plumber. Like, why does it have a pocket for nails on your shirt? The fuck is this? Right. You know, this is where the hammer goes. Right. Kanji is, Kanji is good for like, like shirts. You could buy a good dress shirt at you, but if you try to buy a suit from Kanji, you can buy a blazer from Kanji, but a suit? I wouldn't do that. There is a men's warehouse. That's how they always on sale. I wouldn't do that. There's a men's warehouse like a mile and a half from the commander's headquarters. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's also a Walmart in the same parking lot. So I don't well, think I was he, he could be led astray. <laughs> he, made, <laughs> he made a choice as he was walking. <laughs> right. Hmm. You know, let me like, try well, Walmart he, first. He Which one's got a greeter? Yes. He was like, what <laughs> is the opposite of my, what my wife will pick? Walmart? Well, then that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going to go. Yes. The opposite, whatever she would force me to do, I'm picking the opposite. He, he got, got the a shirt big. and the tie in the same package for eight bucks. Yes, yeah. he did. You he know that big... that tie came tied like that too. That's that, and he just took it. But like, oh, I ain't got to untie it, <laughs> right? Like, cause he there was a... no effort put into that that tie. He had a big old man argument with himself. He was like, I don't know why Elto always keep trying to get me to go to yeah, men's warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an old man conversation. I don't know why she keep talking about my ain't nothing wrong with my collars. <laughs> the only problem with men's warehouse is that once they got you, once they got your email address, it's over. Bro, they they I'm I'm literally looking at a jacket right now. Like I think I'm gonna buy this shit. Oh, uh, because they yes. see you click on it. Can G, can she G would text you to death? Yeah, I, I'm gonna buy yeah. this shit. <laughs> yeah, Google makes it Gmail makes it really easy to unsubscribe now from uh yeah. from those things. So it's like, do you yeah. wanna but you don't wanna easy. you want you you don't wanna unsubscribe from men's warehouse? Right, because you, you might, miss that might be the day you find something. So I go, I look deal. okay, nothing don't sell, I have to delete them. Yeah, yeah, I just missed the deal. So you don't want yeah, to, I, you don't want to subscribe. I ate at uh milk and honey. Um <laughs> this this restaurant. Mike beating them. You looked up. Do you know milk and honey? Let's go. Let's talk about this for a little bit. Okay. Oh. Milk and honey is a restaurant. <laughs> let's talk. It's it's a, okay, you might actually brunch. like this. It sounds like good brunch spot. It's milk all brunch honey. all the time. That's yeah. the oh, menu is brunch. Honey? Where is this at? So, okay, so they have I'm they supposed have, to go to Chadwick's tomorrow for brunch at two. Where is this it's, at? It's milk like a honey. casual spot. It's not like a it's not like a formal thing. It's That's some of the some of the milk and honey locations are like only takeout. Other ones are sit down restaurants where you get like a server. I went to the one by me is a sit down restaurant. So I went and sat down. They had some nice R and B music playing. They got some Louisiana flavors. Out by y'all? Huh. Yeah. And Ooh, I was yeah. like, oh, cool. I'm looking how I go in here. And I went in there and I ate. I had a like a bacon, egg, and cheese Ooh, do they, biscuit. Bellinis. If I'm pronouncing that drink right, I might be pronouncing that I wrong. I think they, they got mimosas and stuff. It's a, but it's like a it's like the way a, it looks almost like a Chipotle, but it's like a sit down rest. It's like a sit down place where you, it's it's not formal though, like, like a like a DC brunch spot. Right. But um they have like all the stuff. And then I paid with my credit card or debit card. You know, they, now they just bring the machine to your table and you just put your card in it and it, it takes care of it right there. I never gave them my email address. I just gave them my credit card. And then I started getting emails from Milk and Honey all the time. Like somebody constantly. in the back, somebody in the back had that was like just typing, just I'm gonna run cross references. That here he uh-huh. is, got him. I think the email is just connected to that card. I think I'm looking you at know, the menu. I'm looking at the menu right now. It's off the chain. It's yeah. It, I I need to go back. I got like a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, and they drizzled honey over the top. But this is the one some of them. Me. 
but the one by you, I think, is a takeout only spot. It might only have like a small table to sit down, but it's um yeah. So TPS and the chance that Square does it. I think I paid with Square, and yeah, my credit card is tied to my email address. And I started getting emails ah, from. Ah, that's and how you honey. got it. You did do Square. They was like, "What's the email address to the Square account?" That's how yeah. I got you. They didn't even ask for it. It's just I think it's just nope. It's a it's connected. It's attached mm-hmm. to me. I realized that too. And anytime I use Square or Venmo or or something yeah. where email address is attached to it, yo, you gonna get them emails. I got an email right away when I ordered. Mm-hmm. And some uh, of them, the, some of them like a day later, too. a day later, I got an email saying, welcome to the family. I'm like, I don't, I, I didn't, didn't join, I joined the family. family. Right. I didn't know who, who, what family did I sign up for? And then some of them are like a texture. Yeah. Like, oh, they call yeah, it, they they call it brunch on the run, Andy. Oh, that's <laughs> the takeout the spot. Okay. Yeah. So my, the one by me is a full sit down. They got a few full sit down restaurants, but it's just a very casual. It's not like a formal place. It's very casual. Um, but yeah, I was like, I didn't, I'm not part of this family. What, what do you mean? Welcome to the family. Join. <laughs> you joined. I just went and ate some, some uh, biscuits. You know? That's all it took. You ate the biscuits. You're part of the family. <laughs> those, are, those are some costly biscuits, Andy. Come on. One, had, <laughs> one quarter egg at a time. I had a bacon, egg and cheese biscuit and I had a hot chocolate with a little whipped cream on top. And um, I need to go back because they had a lot of stuff on the menu, but I was like, okay, a simple little meal. And then ev- like literally every day they're emailing me. I'm like, I get it. I, you're a, you're a brunch. Looks, spot. Like, looks like the ones out in the country are sit down spots. The ones closer to the cities. Yeah. Or quick. They call them quick service. Yeah. They're trying to get y'all in and out. This is the picture I took of my food that day. As a matter of fact, that's what I ordered. It's just yeah. fucking. Ooh, let's go. Let's go biscuits. play this. Come on, I eat the hell out of that. <laughs> Come through, plate it. So, Come on, how much it cost? Fourteen fifty. It wasn't that high. It was actually reasonable. I don't remember it being too expensive, which is why I want to go back. But they have like uh, chicken and waffles, all that stuff, and then they have some like Louisiana flavored type things, and they have a very aggressive email program. So, ain't they all very aggressive? Maybe I gotta like, I gotta tie my. Uh, I got to get like a dummy email address to attach to my. That's my what I card. do. I have a dummy email address. Yep. Yeah. Are we going Leonard to, said, we going said to I'm a gang member Chadwick's. now. Chadwick's. We going Leonard to said I'm a gang member now. That's the second time I've joined a gang in this podcast. <laughs> gang gang. What's the Chadwick's? The first gang. Chadwick's. It's a, it's a brunch spot. Yeah. We were going to go to that one, Mike, out in Tyson's, but they, the brunch ends at two. I want to get there at two. Their brunch ends at two. Mm. This brunch on the brunch. This brunch ends at yeah. I'm like that's brunch. I brunch ended at four, four, five. The one at Chadwick's ends at three, at three thirty. So, like we can get there at two, and then be in and be in and have a seat. You know, milk and honey is eight to eight. All brunch all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And now you're in a gang. You're in a gang. You're 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 one of the honeys. They call you the honeys. I'm on oh, the honey shit. now. Brunch, guys. brunch, gang, gang. <laughs> I'm in a we'll I'm have in to the... hit that other spot later. Yeah, there's I mean brunch is like just such a honey. Such a thing around here now. It's like you, if you don't if everyone has like 10 brunch spots near them at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I heard DC. y'all brunch hard. I'm I i do not think I've ever yeah, had a DC brunch brunches, DC brunch is hard. 
So yeah, we talked about so that. So does PG County. DJs and shit. That's what I heard. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, I know this might sound silly, but my goal is to get up with PTS and brunch with her one day. I want PTS to take me to the nice spot, baby. Yeah, she knows know know some spots. They got some good. So I'm sure she knows some spots. They got some spots over in, in PG County for sure. <laughs> for yeah. sure. You know, they got a couple. They got a couple. Good spots in in DC again. Not midweek too. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> midweek when there's no crowd. That's what you want there. No DJ endless, probably. Endless omelet show. Yeah. <laughs> Bottomless delicious. omelets. Bottomless, Bottomless omelets. Because that omelet line and that and that and that waffle line. That's that's what most of your brunch time going to be at. In that in that waffle and omelet line, right. you gotta. Right. You gotta you gotta have some strategy when it comes to that to those two particular we went to tables. Pen, we went to pinstripes in in DC for for their their brunch. It's great, by the way, Mike. You might want to take the kids over there because they got um, they got bowling. They got a full bowling alley in there, and they got um, bocce ball, which we learned how to play bocce. Mm. Yeah, Mike, did you freeze? No, I didn't. I, I got caught oh. up reading the chat. Oh, <laughs> I was I think, uh, <laughs> Mike's camera cramped up. Yeah, call, <laughs> call pinstripes over in DC, but they try to get you with them, with that, with that. Uh, both those stations, they got the they got the the waffle station, and then they got they mm-hmm. got a guy making it for you, but it'd be lined up. Hey, little tiny waffles. <laughs> it's always that one person. I'm gonna get a uh, I'm gonna get a half a waffle. I like I'll take the other half of that waffle just so I get out this damn line. <laughs> half a waffle. The only thing about pinstripes I didn't like was that the all the meat was a little bit too greasy for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. A, um, don't give me a brunch with some um like either like a uh like a roast. We have a whole roast on there and I, they slice the meat or roast beef or, or like a little slither of prime rib. I don't like they be trying to be they try to be skimpy on the slices too. I'm like, nah, man, mm. slice me up. It's a brunch, though, man. Go back. Yeah, but I like don't don't cheat me, treat me. Brunch is like sixty dollars. <laughs> don't listen. <laughs> um, that's what the great Wesley Pipe said in um in the thick three. Don't worry about it. It's a long time ago. Oh no. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get I only got to the t- second one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, Don't cheat me, treat me. And I I've used that line ever since. <laughs> in the thick three. Yeah. The best dialogue of all. <laughs> Number the three. They got the three of them. <laughs> There's a muscle too much thickness for the first two. We had to do three of them. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, uh, I improv that line. That wasn't even in the script. I just said that. <laughs> of course, he improv that line. He improvs all the lines. <laughs> but for those of you that know his work, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they got a lot of good, a lot of good brunch spots here in DC. A lot of good brunch spots. Yeah, that. Um, and then you got to be, you got to be very uh, aggressive to the mimosa people. You got to be like, hey, 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 I'm getting. Get a little light here. If they got to carry around, I, I used to, my old brunch used to be called, uh, I've got the name of it, but um, we used to sit at the bar and the bartenders, they'll hook you up. They'll just keep on, like, as soon as you take a sip, they refilling you up. Like, hold on. It's right at the bar, right? Yeah, like, slow down. Let me at least get to the half a glass. I'm like, and here come with the crit with the picture. Yeah, right, because so. they know people paying and people, people are like, hey, I have a limited amount of time. Yeah. I always tell them to hook my, mimo- my uh, mimosa up. I said, put a shot of Hennessy in it for me. Ooh, how does that? Yeah, mean? Leon knows all the brunch spots. By the way, <laughs> oh, is Leon plugged into the brunch scene? Oh, well, Leon's single in DC. Yeah, he's got to know the spots. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where the women at. <laughs> he's got to know the spots. 
Yeah, he, yeah, he, I could see that. I could see Leon being like a, a connoisseur of DC brunch culture. Yeah. They used to have brunch comedy shows. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I do much of these days. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I would fuck with a brunch. I about to say, I don't. I don't mm, do, do, doing that. Not there for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They gonna look at your boo boo. What? <laughs> no, I didn't turn off my Beyonce for this boo. They're not gonna listen to you. <laughs> they're not gonna listen to you. Because the attention span is it doesn't click uh, for comedy. The attention span don't cut on to at least seven thirty p.m. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I, I heard that that one brunch show in DC was really good. I never did it. It was one that ran for a few years. I think the crowd knew what they were. You know, they weren't bombarded with comedy unknowingly. So maybe okay, they like were, they came, they came in prepared. I'm a brunch to get get these jokes. Yeah, you get like you train your audience at some point. They start to understand what it's about. But I never did it. But I think there were other people trying brunch shows because brunch was like we got all these people gathered drinking alcohol. That sounds like it could be good for comedy. So I think people tried it. You know what? I'll just out, y'all. Sometimes they just be putting comedy anywhere, and you'd be like, Absolutely. "This atmosphere is not designed yep. for comedy." I do. came to a concert for singing. How did I get these jokes? You sure the fuck do. Yeah, they'll they, put them if they could. They would do a comedy show at a carryout if they could. If they get to set the stage up <laughs> <laughs> right in front of the bulletproof glass. <laughs> I did a I did a set at the carryout spot. Everyone walked out eventually. I walked the whole crowd. The whole crowd. <laughs> it's like they they got their food and they fucking left. Man, they didn't like these jokes. They didn't like this hardcore, edgy stuff I'm doing. Man, too real. Hey, you know what's you know what's funny about that, Andy? Thursday as comics will be like, yo. So who booked that? Who booked that room? <laughs> right. I want to try it. I want to try not. I'm going to see if I can get a walkout. I didn't know a running back named Brian Jones. Brian plays, Jones. He was a uh, place for the Dolphins. He's a former Cowboys number one pick, first round pick. I don't. It doesn't ring a bell. Running he's, back. Yeah, he's retiring. He's played in the league for eight years. Much Byron changed, Jones. Byron Jones. Yeah. Much has changed in eight years. Let me see. Today, I can't run or jump because of my injury sustained playing this game. Do oh. not, ask them capital letters, take the pills they give you. Do not take the injections they give you. If you absolutely must, consult an outside doctor to learn the long-term implications. Wow. It was an honor and privilege to play in the NFL, but it came at a regrettable cost I did not foresee. In my opinion, no amount of professional success or financial gain is worth avoidable chronic pain and disabilities. He's God's 30 years pain. old. Godspeed to the draft class of 2023. He's 30 and he's probably got the body of someone who's like 60. Yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot of times they're uninsurable. Yeah. That's why I'm not trying to find it. If you get to the point that you can get the insurance, just be on the insurance for life because at you the, literally can't get insured nowhere else. At the combine, he broke the all time record for broad jump, the all time world record. He broad jumped 12 feet, three inches. Jeez. Damn. 40 da- 40 yard dash time 4.36. So yeah, he was a, a very elite athlete when he came out of college. Um that's what happens. I mean, you know, he his, his might be a more extreme case, but these guys maybe a few years after they retire they start having these chronic pain and issues. He's got them now at age 30. And 30 is young, shit. That yeah, you know, Burke, you all get an office job, you ain't retiring at 30. Yeah. Yeah. They use But you he's up. got a lot of money now. Karen. Oh, word. Right. The word de- depending on where you was where he got yeah. out of right now. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones made him a millionaire. You so gonna complain? that's why gonna Jerry's complain? not racist. He's rich. You could mm-hmm. complain about it. He's rich. No, you know, all them contracts not guaranteed. What was fucked up? They used to be guaranteed. Yeah. They were. 
Yeah, NFL yeah. contracts used to be guaranteed, and then they be. came in and negotiated for them not to be guaranteed. That's a but it's probably so they five years, Reggie, or something. Yeah, like they, you know, which was crazy. You got five so, years of insurance from your retirement time. Jones is is not retiring, but he's expected to be cut. I guess because he can't, he just can't perform anymore. Um, you do most racehorses, and when they can't do what they're supposed to do, you sit them on the pasture. Yep. <laughs> yep. At least they get to go out there and get their fuck on. These dudes are just done. <laughs> racehorses. You ex football player, and for you. Yeah. That's why I don't blame them, the people to get out and be like, you know what I want to do? I want to be able to move and think. Anything other than this. Well, he didn't play. So if you think about the eight years he, he was in the league, he didn't play at all last year because he had Achilles and ankles issues. Um, so that's actually one less year of wear and tear of getting hit than eight. So even in the seven years that he was in, plus college, he was in college for four years, yeah. getting beat up every week. So and don't, don't forget high school. High school too, and middle school. I yeah, mean, these guys—they yeah. start getting concussions when they're eleven years old. Sometimes, yeah, a lot of them be, be playing from like four and five. A lot of them do like flag football, then progress up into tackle. Yeah, and crazy. And well, you know, but remember, we love our athletes. That's the reason why um, when people, yeah, I, I we can talk about that. Tasha, Tasha's asking, have I heard Dion talking about how he decides which players to recruit? Oh, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> It's pretty funky. Dion said he, for a quarterback, he doesn't recruit parents who players who come out of a single parent household. For quarterback, for quarterback. What does that got to do with anything? Because they come out of a tumultuous uh, thing. There's no man in the home, so they don't know how to lead. That look up the look up the quote, Andy, because we're going to get the quote exactly right. Yeah, that that don't mean anything. There's a quarterback of- for like receiver or anything, but oh, specifically for quarterback, he only recruits players that come out of a. Saw a hospital. I'm like, yeah, y'all I mean, keep y'all keep holding yeah, lot, this guy up like yeah, he's somebody to be elevated. This is what's funny to me because that doesn't make any sense. It's it's religious respectability. You know that's religious it's base. Anti-blackness too. Yes. Um. Okay. I think this is it. Sanders joined the Rich Eisen show last week. Talked about what he looks for in players for the problems of the community. Yeah. While talent is a big part of the evaluation, Sanders said there's their upbringing and performance in school are also factors. We have different attributes, Sanders said. Smart, tough, fast, disciplined with character. Now, quarterbacks are different. We want mother, father, dual parent. We want their kid to be 3.5 GPA and up because he has to be smart, not bad decisions off the field at all because he has to be a leader of men. It's so many different attributes and what we look for when we see a quarterback you would love a coach's son somewhere that the coach that the coach has coached him. That's what we really look for in quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody talking about it. Latoya. Latoya said he said it on an, on a white channel. He said different positions are different. Like O lineman, offensive lineman, look for dual parent homes, a strong father that they adhere to a smart kid, at least 3.3 GPA and above tough, physical offensive lineman. Defensive lineman is totally opposite. Single mama trying to get it. He's on free lunch. I'm talking about just trying to make it. He's trying to re- rescue mama. Like mama barely made the flight and I want him to just get, go get it. It's a whole different attribute that you look for in different positions. And we have that stuff just chronicled. We know what we want and we go get it. So yeah, all this, the, everything he said is fucking problematic. 
Uh, yeah. Because when it comes to black <laughs> households, they come in all types of shapes, form. And just because you got two parents, it don't mean that your parents are good parents. <laughs> that daddy can be there and not be shit. And some of them are like, I wish this nigga wouldn't hear in the first place. Hey, 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 so hey, 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 you hush women. Here. Grown men are talking here. Hey, <laughs> hey. Fucking do! I keep telling everybody. Everybody's like, you know, he's he's great for the community. He's great for he's great. For, I'm like, is he? Is he? Is he? Y'all keep saying he is, but then he keeps what? doing. He keeps saying fuck shit or well, doing did, fuck shit. Well, Randolph, to be fair, <laughs> he did coach at Jackson State University. Well, yeah, he did. Yeah. Coach Prime. Yeah, because they gave him they gave him an opportunity. Correct. As a lot of HBCUs have. <laughs> you gave that's the whole purpose of HBCUs to give the black person an opportunity. And he he took it and ran off. And now it sounds like he thinks some parts of the community ain't shit. Basically, that's literally like what he's saying. And Brandon, could Dion get away with saying that if he was a white man? Absolutely not. not. But they love for a black person to say that about other black people, because that's in the in their mind, the picture. That's who he's talking about. Black kids. Yeah, I mean, that's when you talk about these things, when, it, when just the, the sort of um, the dog whistle of dual parent or single parent household. You know, people don't consider even like, what about a white kid from a single parent household? He's talking about recruiting black players Mm -hmm. for the most part, because the sports are dominated college football by black athletes. So putting this other thing on, I'm like, you can't be a good quarterback because you had a single parent. And the other thing is a single parent. If it's it's if it's a single father, does he is it different than a single mother? Does he have right in their research anything about that, or is it or a single parent? Is just that's just a code for single mother, which is often is yeah, when people yeah, bring that yeah, up. Yeah, because you know what you are also telling me. Like I said, particularly being a white, black woman, I'm very sensitive to this shit. You have problem with black women. You know, right. you won't come out and say it, but saying those statements, you have a problem with black women and black women being single mothers. Because of, if, if that wasn't an issue, why would you say this? You know, why why would you make this blanketed statement when you have men that are raised by single moms that are like outstanding citizens? They don't get in trouble. They don't you know, like they, they do the everything right. So if I have a single mom and I do everything right, I'm automatically disqualified because I don't meet your standards of of, 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 of a, of a uh, stigma that you have this rooted in anti-blackness that has nothing to do with me. Well, even his, his quote about defensive linemen, he wants people with single mothers. Uh, because they they're going to try to rescue their mothers because um, you know mama barely made the flight and he just wants to go get it so th- they need saving oh, yeah. and he wants these defensive linemen who are hungry to go save the black woman who raised them uh and they're going to have that dog in them i guess when they and, get on the football field and that goes back to the whole thing it's very very um insulting because like i said yeah. you're making assumptions about these situations and shit like that. You make an assumption about these children based off of these boxes. Yes, white coaches do it all the time, but like Randolph say, they would not be bold enough to say it because we have a more of accountability for white people and we would consider that racist. So just because it's coming out of a nigga's mouth does not mean it's still not problematic. Yeah, he's, and I, th- I think a lot of this stuff comes from, I know he's very religious. I think a lot of that sort of traditional family church stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, there's, there's a, there's a defect in the family. If you don't have two parents and something's defective about these people, the kids and the parents, the single mother and all that stuff. It's a lot of that comes out of that sort of, um, you know, the church world where, where he's big in that. So, yep. you know, he's saying it out loud. I, I bet this is something that football is very conservative, you know, overall. Mm-hmm. I bet mm-hmm. there's a lot of this kind of thinking where they, now, wasn't it just recently they they made a rule that you can't ask a, 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 yeah, a just, draft just now a, a, a player him. in the draft you can't ask him if um if mother his mother was a sex worker yeah because what time in the combine whatever that thing is yeah, yeah the combine yeah which is stupid I've always because every year me because me and Roger talk about this every year for a while it always came out why are you asking these questions are you asking peyton manning this no. are, you, are you asking these white quarterbacks these questions no Absolutely but don't ask anybody these questions like and the thing is they're children all looks out like like these are 18 19 years old like they're children and so it's one of these things where if one of them be like what the fuck you asking me to like if i was to get a because i'm actually on an interview so if i was to get a fucking attitude with you because you're asking these personal questions i would be wrong yeah yeah, yeah, and then the players, the players who come out and say, "Guess what they asked me in my interview," they're risking being blacklisted. They're risking Correct. hurting their draft stock and their earning potential for calling this shit out. There was a player that called it out a few years ago. I forget who it was, um, but that was like, "Whoa, you can't talk about that," you know. And the thing is, these questions should never be asked in the first place. And like I said, maybe I'm just an old buddy duddy. Get rid of the whole fucking thing. Who gives a fuck what you get on them wonder lick tests and all that shit? That shit don't matter. It don't matter for the white quarterbacks because a lot of them fucking tank that shit too. But you don't right. care. Yeah, but they got that uh they got that dual parent household. So I guess that's what all that matters. <laughs> so yeah, this was just their, a recent their parents role. is on TikTok showing they love y'all. So I guess they valid. <laughs> This is from February 2nd. NFL teams can no longer ask draft prospects if their mother is a sex worker. The NFL has warned clubs that inappropriate questions will result in the loss still gonna ask. of a draft pick and a fine. They'll find a way to ask that question. Mm-hmm. Does your mother own an OnlyFans? <laughs> right. Yes, what is her loan? What's your mama's TikTok? What's your mama's, you know, like, the fuck? My, my mama is In 2016, then Atlanta coached. Dan Quinn apologized to Eli Apple because one of his coaches asked the cornerback about a sexual preference. Are you gay? That's what he asked. Him. Des mm-hmm. Bryant was the one in 2010 that said they asked if his mother was a sex worker. I remember that. He, he yeah. said that afterward. Uh, that, and there were, and believe me, there were plenty of people who tried to make that okay to ask him that. It's yeah. not. Because the thing is, who do you ask these questions to? Well, we're going to give you a lot of money. So we need, we have to know. Because because we're giving you this money, you we basically own you. We can ask you anything you want. Right. And you have to take it. You have to, and you have to be grateful and gratefully answer these questions. Yeah, and then also I guess if the okay, NFL- let me just say I says and I see Reggie right there. What did let me pull that down? What did say Reggie said? My response would have been is yours. Okay, and Reggie, I mean this with no disrespect. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. They got 20- you. They've got yeah. you. 20, 25, 30, they've got you. You have to answer the question. They got you. Right. Cause you're on a job interview. Like you, they got you, you are literally on a job interview when they ask you all these questions. There's a very limited amount of spaces to play in the NFL. So they can ask you anything they want. And you then you better not act like you got an attitude. Or even if they want to drop you, they drop you, they drop your draft status. They call, they talk to each other on the phone. They got mm-hmm. you. It's a whole 
vicious ass web system. Mm-hmm. It's a vicious ass web. And we just mm-hmm. keep. Well, I guess now it. that there's a formal rule in place, uh, what is, really? how does that look? Is there like a, because does the player go to the league and does the coach get fined or suspended who asked that question? That's what Let's say saying, you're the player like- that goes to the league, right? And you get the coach that's suspended. And then the coach gets on the phone with every other coach he knows. And now you mysteriously don't get to play. Right. Yeah. And also, I think the. It's, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking. With, with the age of the Internet, a lot of this shit has changed because before you were a quote unquote nobody until, you know, we quote unquote drafted you. You know, people will follow me in college and stuff, but it's different now. If I come in and I already got one point eight or two point five million people following me, you ain't going to be able to do but so much to me because I will tell these people about the the shit that you've done to me and so the game has changed they didn't make this rule because they wanted to they made this rule because they had to because everything mm-hmm. is TikToked and videoed and 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 vimoed and whatever else you want to call it online so you can't be treating these players any old type of way now and no they- actually they ain't trolling nobody yeah the players mm-hmm. have a little more power now because they have more they can get their message out and more Correct. visibility and people more people will believe them now yeah it's just a matter of what i mean you're still taking that risk if you're a player of jeopardizing you know, this career that you've, you've worked for. So there's probably more protections in place now than there were 10 years ago in 2010 when Des Bryant went through it. Um, he was also, for at least a few years until he fell off, he was a star player. So he had really? a little more clout to be able to say, hey, guess what happened to me in my combine interview? If right. you're a bubble player, you might you might just keep your mouth shut, you know? Trying not to jeopardize anything. So anyway, that's the Dion story. Right. Yeah, we just... Uh, sorry. We'll have more quotes as the season goes. <laughs> oh, we will. And, you know, the truth be told, regardless of what he says, I think that he feels justified because I was reading an article that said, like, the team went from, like, 138, 100-something thousand people in attendance to fucking sold out. Yeah. One of their pre like their first mm-hmm. preseason game, and so it's mm-hmm. one of the things. But like, yeah, that's why he went there because he knows that him coming there would cause this to happen. Right. Yeah. So you know he's feeling himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. We'll see what the records show. Like, 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 like once you actually start playing and performing, we'll see. Right. Uh, did you guys see? Win some games. Did you guys see the Snoop Dogg had his wine pulled off the shelf at Kroger? No, what? I, like, I like his I wine. I bought that wine. I bought it before. Someone said bad. it was offensive. His red wine is delicious. Expensive? I mean, it's no, not... offensive. It's not expensive. I don't. I don't think. What's it's offensive to... about it? Yeah, it's a picture of him. I don't get it. It's just a picture of his face. Uh, let me see. There's an ad playing on this video. It was something about uh, it's Black History Month, and you're you're pushing Snoop Dogg wine, and uh, someone. Yeah, because he's black. I don't... It's just a wine. Oh, people kill me with this and the thing shit with the food. Y'all kill me with this bullshit. I'm sorry. Um, that, that makes me mad. What this part is, of the food? Display after- this is a local okay. news this news report from wherever this is. is. I think it's in Florida. Down a Black History Month display after some customers said it was offensive and stereotypical. We also heard from some customers. White customers. <laughs> show me the show me the thing. No, I guarantee somebody black complained. Uh, just let me see it first. Rapper at the center of this. Wow, you need to do something with your fade, brother. <laughs> yeah, Karen. Gin and juice rapper Snoop Dogg is now. Why? Why'd you do that? Gin and juice rapper Snoop Dogg. Why'd you do that? Is now selling wine. Why'd you do that? You could have easily <laughs> said anything other than that. Why'd you do well, that? 
Now that they pulled Randolph. it off the shelves, a homie can't you have, have none. You didn't have to say rapper. All you have to do is say Snoop Dogg. The well, homies Randolph. can't have none because it's not all on the shelves anymore. <laughs> yeah. It could have been worse. It could have been doggy style rapper Snoop Dogg. <laughs> doggy <said>. style rapper. <laughs> <laughs> they dropped his wine like it was hot. Uh, it is Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> no Limit Soldier himself, Snoop Dogg said. <laughs> A black history rapper Snoop Dogg is now selling wine, and the store put up a Black History uh, Month display featuring the rapper. Uh, some people said this had nothing to do with Black History Month. The main message is I told you they was black. Go home and just chill. That's why Johnny. The message is buy wine, and I guess that's a that's a negative thing. Jones was so offended when he saw this display. All right, here's a display. Celebrating Black History Month is a fist. Um, like it's like a chalk. Someone wrote it, drew it in chalk on this display, and I guess there's some other stuff here. This, and this is like the five bottles of wine. Yeah, black girl wine. I've heard of those wines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Snoop is this is one. Of, I think these two are Snoop Dogg wines. Okay, this is not a Snoop Dogg protest. This is a black wine protest. Is that Snoop in the in the display behind it? These two are Snoop, and I think this is Snoop okay. right here. For sure. This is black girl wine right here. And I don't uh-huh. know what these other ones are. Uh, this display that they put, that they drew up says, say aloud, I'm black and I'm proud. Dream, but stay woke. Uh, the black fist has a lot of stuff written on it that can't really make out. Um, so, yeah, it's it's feature Snoop Dogg, among other right. lines. Well, but nothing, there's no foul on the play here. Mm-mm. We're on Peachtree Parkway. Features a life-size cutout of rappers. 19 crimes. Okay, yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> and I like <laughs> that one. Nice. This is actually really, really good. Particularly, I never had one. it. 19 crimes? I don't think I've had the other one. Ask for it at your next brunch, Mike. See if they have it. <laughs> don't tell me what a good time. <laughs> Come on so. through. It's actually delicious. <laughs> so they have like this seven-foot-tall Snoop Dogg display behind the, the blind. On Peachtree Parkway. Features a life-size cutout of rapper Snoop Dogg with his wine brand, 19 Crimes. It's surrounded by wine bottles. And next to it, a blackboard says celebrating Black History Month. A clenched fist is... All right. Think like Garvey, inspire like Obama, challenge like Rosa. Oh, yeah. That's on a shirt. Fight like Malcolm, dream like Martin. Yes, it has all these things. And drink like Snoop right now. 19 (laughs) crimes currently on sale. I'm sorry. Like Maya, educate like W.E.B., lead like Harriet. Yeah. Yeah, that's on a shirt. That's on a shirt. I've seen that before. Yeah. Speak speak like Frederick. Yeah, okay. It's good shit. Inspirational words like dream like Martin and say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Proud of drinking wine? No, we're proud of the Tuskegee Airmen. It's not the wine, fool. Jesus Christ. Former Fayette County NAACP president. He's a retired commercial and military pilot. I was the first black C-130 pilot at Dobbins Air Force Base. That's history. Other customers also felt like the display was offensive and stereotypical. They really promoting alcohol. And then it says 19 crimes. The whole display is an alcohol display. Yeah, that's kind of that's one of the six alcohol is legal and it's it's part of every celebration, you know, every holiday or whatever. There's a sale or some kind of alcohol promotion. I want you to I want you to notice the facial hair. Notice. <laughs> okay, wait, no, notice the, this guy. Yeah. I mean, he's got a, he's got the beard. He's got the white. He's got it. He need to cut his hair off. That hair. But look at the sunglasses, though. Those sunglasses shit. have no swag. 
<laughs> and um, there might be a prescription. We don't know what's going on with this guy. No swag. Even if you're a prescription, Randolph, please attest to this. <laughs> you can, you can find a, a guy. <laughs> you, you will find a guy to make him a little swaggy. Yeah. Let's go to let's go to the, the, the Skeegee Airman. Let's look at his face for a little bit, can we? <laughs> oh, we'll get back to him. Team crime. Yeah. That's not. That's negative. The store heard the complaints and took white man. Play down. Customer <laughs> Pam Lewis says the store was wrong to cave in. So you think it's just? Yes, I agree. Black woman. Notice the black woman standing up for Snoop. It's all. It'd be us. It'd be and black men. You're not gonna display it. Then why sell it in the store? Hopefully, this message will get to Snoop Dogg, and he will do something to promote Black history in a more positive way. Go to um. That, that was Kroger's call. That's Snoop. Can we can we go back to the ball head to get to Skeegee Airman real quick? <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> that was we just had that was him right there. Yeah, that's why I, I want to go to him. Okay, he's a pilot. All right, okay. this guy. Look at his nose. <laughs> What's going on here? Nose hair. You know what nose hair equals? No. What, what? Russian agent? Russian asset? Russian coon <laughs> agent. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> I don't know if that's Jason true. Whitlock. <laughs> Look at his I eyebrows. I bet Ooh. this guy hates Jason Whitlock. I bet no, he can't he, stand he, Jason Whitlock. He loves Jason Whitlock. Look at the eyebrows. <laughs> I don't know about that. Look sure. at the eyebrows. Randolph, please eyebrow- attest to this for me. I didn't know the eyebrows said anything about whether someone like the, Jason the eyebrows. The eyebrows are going every which way, as my mother would say. Them eyebrows Wait, are one hundred percent coon approved. He's not, I don't I don't know if I would use that word, but um, he's okay. So you're talking about like, kid, would you say what we suggest he does to his eyebrows, like trim them, like it would, well, you get them thinned out. Yeah, get them thinned out. Thinned out because you get older, your eyebrows get more bushy and they get longer. That that's a mm-hmm. thing that happens. But look at the nose hair. <laughs> well, all right. So so this obviously means something. Um. About his political stances, I say I don't. I don't know if I can Clarence Thomas, Uncle Ben. Nah, I can see Uncle Ben. A little bit, a little bit. He moved on up and forgot about where he came from. <laughs> I don't know. I bet. I bet he would. Uh, I bet he'd be an interesting guy to talk to. He's had an interesting yeah. life. He's a pilot. He's... Right after he, right after he calls the cops on you, what are you doing in my neighborhood? <laughs> <What? laughs> now that part I agree with, Mike. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing around here? You know, you don't live yeah. around here. I moved out here to get away from the crows, <laughs> and you followed me here. Definitely an uncle ruckus. Him and the dude that wrote that comic. They're in the same neighborhood. That motherfucker. <laughs> that's the one right there. Mm. Ashley said, Andy, stop trying to defend this man. I'm just, I'm trying to defend bushy eyebrows. That's all what, I'm coming. Like, I, give I got credit. bushy eyebrows too, Andy, so I'm with you on that one. I, I, I'm I, half I, Persian. I, I, They're going to get bushy at some point in my life. But I, I'm, I'm okay with him saying that he's black history because he was the first black pilot. I forgot, like for Air Force Base, whatever. And I get, and, and we get all that in my Stephen A. Smith voice. <laughs> however, 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 comma, however, comma, look at those eyebrows. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what else the, the reporter has to tell us. You'll get the Snoop Dogg, and he will do something to promote Black history in a more positive way. But it wasn't his put this display together. The store did. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? That big Snoop Dogg, where he's like standing there. I would want that in my house. That would be pretty cool to have, mm-hmm. like, as decoration. I used to but, have a Chris Rock. Snoop one. didn't put that together. The store put that yeah. together. Yes, Snoop did. don't even know. Snoop don't even know what's going on in Fayetteville 
right no, now. Fayette <laughs> County. He don't know what's going on. Peach Tree, Peach Tree City. He don't know what's going on. I used to have he a Chris high. Rock. Chad Heff one time was at a video store and they were selling DVDs of the Chris Rock show, the HBO show. And they, I guess they were taken out of the display. It was a life-size Chris Rock cardboard cutout. And Chad was like, can I have that? And he gave it to me. And I put it up in the corner of my apartment. And it's disconcerting when you walk into your apartment as a silhouette of someone your size standing in the corner. It takes a little while to get used to it, but uh, it's pretty cool to have those in your house. I, I would take like a life-size Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I'd do something. I'd put it right behind me on, on the podcast. It'd be standing in the, where my <laughs> door is. It'd be Snoop Dogg just hanging out. <laughs> and I'd put him back in storage until next Saturday. Jones says instead of being thirsty for alcohol, we should be thirsty for knowledge about it. And if you don't get this motherfucker off this goddamn screen, <laughs> I thought right he was gonna say now. we need to be thirsty right. for Jesus. What? So I'm actually okay. I'm, uh, he's, I, I'm actually. I, I, I'm in disagreement with Randolph. If we could just run that line back one more time <laughs> for a sound bit, you gotta understand this guy opened with the gin and juice punt, right? He opened with the gin and juice. A gin and juice, but he's selling no, wine. I write lines for shit like this. You know how bothersome that is for me seeing that? A terrible it's, ass writing. Some producer wrote that. That's what happened. That's what happened God. when you think you don't have writers. Look at his face. The producer's look, like, I, I got it. Look at his face. That face says, I'm about to nail this line. He looked at the He looked at the line. He's looking at the line on an iPad. Right. He's, it's, he's got like a, like a dad joke generator. <laughs> he just came up with this. A <laughs> joke generator. He also got that suit for the same suit Eric Ben um, be enemy um, gets his oh, suits no. But smartly, oh, no. no tie, top okay, button. Right, I I can take it because it's a little bit open. You ain't got to ask Scott, but 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 you know your neck situation. Yeah, but look at your sleeves though. Look at these sleeves. Look I mean, it's been a long day. It's hot now. They it's really hot in Georgia. He's in Peachtree City. It's warm down there. You know, look oh, at the yeah. sleeves. Now more. it is warm down here. I'm not even gonna lie, y'all. <laughs> look at the sleeves more. And Jones says, instead of being thirsty for alcohol, we should be thirsty for knowledge about black historians. He wants the store to put up historical black figures like Maynard Jackson and the Tuskegee Airmen. Man, if you don't get the Dalla, they're saying look, wine. If not, what is we talking about? They said a wine, they said a cheese, sir. Do you know this is a grocery store? <laughs> so so what if what if, this is so not what, a if school. That, what if that Kroger, right? Like you right, we should put up something for this Tuskegee Airmen and they just take down Snoop and then throw up all the Tuskegee Airmen right in front of the wine. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think I'm I think not he would want it. Not unless I'm... it's the Tuskegee Airmen wine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think he would want wine anywhere near the Tuskegee Airmen display. I don't know what you would... Why is there a cheese display in front of Tuskegee Airmen? The fuck? Like, I don't understand this. This is not a school. I didn't come here to learn. I came here to buy wine and cheese and crackers. Get this horse shit over here. I don't... Yeah, what is the grocery store tie-in for Tuskegee Airmen? I guess you have to find... It's not. This this right here, and I'm... Like I said, this this right here in the fucking food makes me mad. These are are black people with their respectability politics, and they just think because I've decided it, can't nobody else have it. The thing about the food that bothers me it's it's you only bring out the food certain dishes in black history month that bothers me and see randolph this is my thing and i'm and before you go any further this is the thing that bothers me when are you supposed to celebrate it never like that's the question i have because anytime we do this i don't hear it about mexican month i don't hear about latino month well the reason everybody got a huff and puff and complain about our food i haven't reason why you don't hear it about mexican month is because nobody cares talking about mexican talking about mexican food Nope, nobody you cares. You get Taco Tuesday every week. But see, but see, nobody cares. That's you the thing. You get Taco Tuesday no, every niggas week. Niggas don't, don't care. Get, you know what they do? That. They eat that terrible unseasoned Mexican food and they keep it pushing. When it comes to our food, that. 
It don't matter when it comes to, and the thing is somebody black has thought about this idea. Everybody thinks somebody white somewhere is thinking about this. No, somebody black has thought about this idea and they have wanted it to bring it out. And so this is why I get mad about that because my thing is when is the right time? When is the right time? When is the, that's chicken, my should be, chicken should be served every damn day, all the time. Okay, okay. And, which is fine. I don't need fine. a special, I don't need a special, a special Black History Month menu. Okay, so since well, okay, it's Black okay, History okay, Month, with, here okay, comes the fried then, chicken and the watermelon. I'm okay, well, then you're telling me Ooh, there's no time to serve it then, right? Ooh, there's no time. No, so we don't get to I'm celebrate the one month then. What I am saying is it should be served all the time. Who doesn't like fried chicken? Who is the group okay, that doesn't and, like fried chicken? And, and that's, that's what the I need, That's what I need to know. Okay, Who's this group. <laughs> that you, a lot, and, and, and the thing is, everybody love fried chicken. We know this. Exactly. Everybody so, love fried chicken. So because you know of what? that, because of white supremacy, be, all the time. Because this is the thing. Because of white supremacy and racism, chicken and watermelon has been pent on niggas. But everybody know that everybody <laughs> loves it. Okay. And so my oh, thing yes. is, if we can't serve it during the month. We didn't decide this month. White people decide this month. If we can't serve no, we it during the month that is dedicated to Woods, us, Carter but then Woodson when when do we do that, it? Which I like. I think also, um, so there's negative stereotypes for a lot of cultures, but the, the, there are like some of the best known negative black stereotypes are about food. Like that's not necessarily for every culture. I mean, Mexican people, you can say tacos, but there's not the same derision with tacos as there is with chicken and watermelon. All they say, for instance, um, no, he chose the month in relation to um lincoln's birthday so he that was a specific thing a specific because it was a week first of all it was week one a month so it was just a week we just go on with a week he chose a week in relation to in relation to that and then there's another thing but now move, moving away from that it reminds me of it to me it's a lot like the uh Aunt jemima and uncle ben's like when people complain about we can't have Aunt Jemima on the bottle. And, and I'm, not talk, I'm not talking about fucking Ben Stein or that motherfucker. I'm talking about people. The reason why the reason why you can't have an Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's is because we all know that those were those two characters were made to deride us. Okay. And they're, they're only made to deride us. We know okay. that. Okay. But chicken is not. Watermelon is not. Der- What's the uh, but but, but as Andy was just saying, chicken and watermelon are used in a derogatory fashion only towards us. Yeah, yes. And because of white supremacy. Why do I need right. to be ashamed? I agree with of the, it? I agree with that. What I'm saying is I don't like when it's just trotted out at certain establishments for oh, here's something for Black History Month. Chicken and watermelon are not black history. Chicken and white. Everybody again. Who doesn't like chicken and watermelon? I agree. I that's agree. that's but, an everything. It's only but, used. It's used to deride us. I don't like I, when I, things that are used to deride us it, are supposed it, to be um, not even used some power. It's just like here's some chicken and watermelon. Be good people and go away now. Okay, and celebrate thing, you. And, and my thing is this, and and maybe because of the way that I feel about it, I don't have a lot of shame nor a lot of disdain for our history. And I think the thing that kills me, there are a lot of black people that have a lot of disdain for our history and they don't want to talk about anything from our past. So, okay, let's not, let's say we don't do chicken and watermelons. Let's say we do black eyed peas. Somebody going to complain about that. Let's say we do greens. Somebody going to complain about that. Let's say the, we do okra. So the, thing about, the, thing, okay, so the thing about all those things you just said, those things aren't used in derogatory terms, it's but only chicken. Food, it's only chicken 
It's only chicken and watermelon. It's only chicken and watermelon that are used in derogatory terms against us. Gregorio is really good with this. Well, I, I think Gregorio knows a lot about he's taken it upon himself to study a lot about black uh, foods that have been cultivated by the black community. I think they'll just, you know, to Karen's point about they'll just they'll just make it about greens or whatever. That's literally what happened to this news story. Now it's wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the the yeah. line keeps moving. And that's well, my problem. his the problem. I don't moving. even think it's the wine as much as it's Snoop Dogg. It's alcohol. It's because the if, word it had crime. Been, if it had been, let's say, if if Robert Johnson had a had a uh, had a wine thing, Robert Johnson, you know, yeah. and it was Robert Johnson, first black billionaire has a has a wine label. Oh, that's that's black history, isn't it? Robert right. Johnson, first first black billionaire. But because it's Snoop, it's like 19 yes. crimes. It, They're glorifying drink. Cor- that's not it's, cor- cor- it's but Snoop has a, made a lot of black history. Yes, he has. And, and that's yes. my whole point. Yes, he has. He has made a lot of black it's about history. Snoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's about Snoop and back to the chicken and the watermelon. It's about the chicken and the watermelon. It ain't about nothing else because the food and like I say, everybody loves it. Every Everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. So that's not the problem. The problem is people have put this connection with watermelon and chicken. It like it's fucking embarrassing well, to not, eat it. Not and it's people. Embarrassing it's to bring like it up. they have used it and to deride us. Since ever, since ever. Yes. Yes. And that was the one that, that was the food that and was I chosen. didn't create the problem. White people did. So yeah, that was they created that was the problem. They need to fix the problem. So as far well, as yeah, I'm so concerned, again, my it problem, doesn't bother me. My problem with it is you you just tried it out when you know you eat fried chicken. Fried chicken is served every day in this country. And, and, my, and my thing is like every you, day. My <laughs> thing is this. When you say tried it out, it's like, well, it is Black History Month. And we do know that once you go down, they have these plethora of food that black people have. And so if we pick anything on the menu that black people ate, somebody somewhere is going to complain because it's black associated. And that, that's, that, that's the problem I have with the complaints. That, about the that black I wonder. Are. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it would be as much only because, as we've said, we know traditionally down through history, we've been derided behind chicken and watermelon, particularly watermelon is the yes, one that is the one that we're derided behind, particularly right. watermelon, chicken, not so much, but definitely watermelon. Yeah. And everybody likes watermelon, too. So like when, I, these I white, guess when these white boys throw their little black party, what's the first shit they go to? Right. But like, but like this. But that's not my problem. That's my thing. That them being racist towards this food and pinning that food on us is not my problem. Why should I be denied chicken and watermelon on chicken and watermelon day in the middle of Black History Month? Because other people have fucking hang up about some fucking food that was tied to yeah, us. The white That's the problem that I have. Yeah. Again, you don't have to not you don't have to not eat it. Again, my problem is it's my problem is not with us. My problem is not with us at all. My problem is with white people just trotting this shit out. Once a month because of, because of your ignorance. My problem is not with us. And and and, and right your now, ignorance. I, I, and, and the thing is, I understand that. But I'm gonna tell you one thing that I've learned because me and Roger have read articles about this. Do you know who be the loudest niggas? All jokes aside, like like black people be the ones protesting the loudest and complaining the hardest. It don't be the white folks. It be well, the black people. The reason people. why they're protesting is because it's white people aren't white people have created the problem and are perpetrating the problem and are making the problem last. The okay. problem doesn't the problem doesn't affect them. No, they don't. They don't see it. So, yeah, it's going to be black people complaining. That's that's the only and, people that's going to be able to complain about. It. And trust and trust me on this one. There are every other culture has some something. That has been pinned on them in a negative way by white people. And yeah, they yeah, talk yes. about it amongst themselves. But, but, but you know, Randall, 
But you know, Randolph, it ain't front page news. You know what? There's, there's not a man standing at, in the front of a fucking Kroger's because they serve matzo balls uh, uh, for, for, for Jewish month. There's, there's, there's not somebody standing in, in, in front of Harris Teeter well, talking about all, they had Taco Tuesdays. So now we can't nobody have no tacos. And that's the problem that I have with it. When it comes to us, everybody has to be on fucking front of the news articles and papers. Well, and it's, shit. it's it's like that because we're because we're the only we have a unique history with this country. A lot of people don't like to a lot of people, the majority of people in this country don't like to accept that. But we have a unique history with this country. I agree. That's why we get a month, because we have a unique we have a, a distinctive unique history with this country. We built this country. Mm-hmm. We built this country but we we are the culture of this country. Mm-hmm. And yet we're still kept at the bottom. That's a different that's, that's a different discussion. But that's why that's why our our thing is focused on more and more and more. That's why. Yeah. And, and also, I that's think- also why if you're going to make if you're going to do something derogatory about somebody, you attach blackness to it. What did they call yeah. what they call what they call Native Americans? Anything Native American and you attach nigger. Oh, that use your oh, mic just oh, mute. The, oh, the white shit. man, the white man, they, they had about enough <laughs> All this CRT Randolph talking about, all this critical yeah. race theory. Oh, shit. Yeah, what's, what's the first thing that they call Middle Eastern people? Sand niggers. Of because, course. Because, because the black because... is at the bottom. So all of these things, it's like, it's a big, it's a gigantic mosaic. Yes, and, and also, and, and I agree with you. That, now, the thing is, I, I do agree with what you're saying. My argument is, like I said before, why don't we have these articles when it's other cultures? Why? Why is because it other us? cultures because other cultures don't have a unique don't have a unique relationship with this country. OK. And my thing is this. That's all you're, you're basically saying that when it comes to our month, our month, like like Black History Month, I didn't pick it. Erase all that. When it comes to our month, when we start talking about shit that directly impacts us. This is where you hear the whining. This is where you hear the crying. And this is where you hear the, the most complaining. Well, then my question is you to you is when do we celebrate it? Like when? Because if you celebrate it outside well, of that, don't nobody give a what fuck is, about it outside what is, of February. What is celebration is 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 what I would ask. Is, is, the, is a meal part of the celebration? In honor of Black History Month, we're serving this. Well, <laughs> you eat that every day. I eat it every day. I don't need it now. To be thing, well, you get Black Randolph. History every day, too. But the Black History, the month yeah. of Black is to highlight. Well, this. Well, ah, and right. there's a problem. You don't yeah. get Black History every day. You do not. Well, well, okay, so that that so that gets problem. to that to gets to what I was what I was thinking about then. <laughs> so I think there is a couple things here going on. One, there's a suspicion of white people making the making a menu for Black History Month. They're making be, the rules about coming up with these ideas. What we could, yeah, there's, and there's a suspicion of of like what's what's the motive of the person who said let's serve watermelon and let's serve chicken. And there's this because white people are notoriously tone deaf about all this shit. Cinco de Mayo, we're wearing sombreros, you know, Uh whatever the case may be. It's don't even know what Cinco de Mayo is. Right. It's just party time. And so there's definitely a suspicion of the motive of what led to this thing being on the menu. And then there's also the white gaze thing of of like, you know, white people are looking at us a certain way if we do this or eat that. And, you know, those things dovetail together. And it's like. Who who runs Kroger? Who came up with this display? Was it a white guy, you know, and and who came up with this menu at this school for Black History Month? Was it a tone deaf white guy, or was it someone who's black who wants to legitimately celebrate this stuff? Correct. And it's not always coming from a hurtful place. Uh, right. Look at this. Look at this menu. 
I don't have to cut you off, Andy. Hold, hold your thought. When you did, made me think about it when you said this. So Gregorio put together this menu for Black History Month. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, he put it in the it's, group, in our uh, group chat. It's gorgeous. It's black stuff from all different parts of the diaspora that he found. <laughs> Just all this different cuisine that he found that he put together. So them folks at Google is eating really, really is eating good for Black History Month. And yeah. Gregorio's a guy who will serve you fried chicken, <laughs> you know, you know, but so there's other things that you can go get. Also, here's the I'm not going to right. in addition to which is what's my know, thing. You ought to be able to have it all like 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 history. why does the line stop with the chicken and watermelon? <laughs> because of the right. derisionary tactics that white people have used with and us I, that and you I can't trust. And you I just, as Andy was saying, can't trust. And I understand that. But that that right there ain't got shit to do with the food. Like like that is external things that are outside of the food in the situation itself for me like when we talk about the food itself it's not harming anybody no i like he saying hog moss i don't eat hog moss it's it's on hog moss it's i don't eat it because it's not healthy it's not it's good a type me. of fish it's, right it's extremely bad yeah no. and it's a type of fish <laughs> no, randall doesn't eat fish. i had a whole thing about how i don't eat fish hog earlier on the, on the first thing i don't eat hog moss i don't eat pig feet i don't eat beds not eating it i just Gregorio sent us i oh, go ahead okay i just want the chime in and say that um when I'm at the office party and the watermelon comes out, the blacks are always scared, but I don't. Someone has to be the first. I'm taking I my hands up there. Me too. Yeah, but I, you eat sugar grits, so there's not a lot that you get to talk about eating. Oh, oh, I, I'm gonna go get some watermelon because I remember it was a. Me it too, was, because there's no shame behind it. It's like six. It's, it was like a group of six of us. And they were like, oh, man, there you go. Going, what you going to go be a nigga, get the watermelon? I was like, hell yeah. And as soon as I got the watermelon, guess what happened? Rest what? The, too. the other five black people that told me, oh, you you gonna get the watermelon. Went right behind me, got some watermelon. That's leadership skills right there. Someone's got to lead the pack. Come on, lead, lead, lead the crew. <laughs> and, the, and I got a little, and I got the chicken. Yeah, and the thing is that I do understand what Randolph is saying. Like, I really do. And my thing is, if I'm somebody like Kroger, I need to do something that's in my lane. So why right. am I going to step outside of my lane? If I serve food, we need to talk about the food. All that other shit ain't got nothing to do with this, me paying this food. And there have been stories in the past where like uh, an organization, a school or, or an office or whatever got in trouble because the Black History Month menu came out and it had like collard greens and watermelon and chicken. And then the chef was a black chef who was like, no, this is this is what I was going for because this mm -hmm. is the cuisine that is associated with black people. And so that's the thing. I think, I, I don't know if you have to put the picture of the person who, who came up with it every time, maybe, but there has, there, there has to be some kind of like, um, I do maybe. understand. I built, I built but, the thing, but, I but built the thing this is, menu. But give, the, me some, give me your, so you can always go with smothered pork chops too. But and what happens if uh, I want chicken? I don't want barbecue chicken. I, I want that bitch fried. Right. I think like, that's so I don't get to get fried chicken because because of, of your hangups. Yeah. But I think I think that goes to the bigger problem within our community anyway because we um we all we always find a reason to complain about. Uh, let me word it right. We always have a reason to complain about something, and we're the loudest about it. We already said that, especially right around Black History Month. Like for example, like Morgan Freeman. I remember that. I remember that infamous interview where Morgan Freeman was like, "I don't want a Black History Month." Kind of miss. He was oh, kind yeah. of, kind of context was kind of fucked I mean, up. Idris Elba. I, kind of I understand what he. Idris Elba was really fucked up, but I understand exactly what what Morgan Freeman. Was I know what he was going say. for though. He's trying to say that Black history is American history and it should be taught all the time. The problem is, it's not. Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's problem. the problem. If it but, was, but, 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 the problem is we no wouldn't problem. be here right now. And, but that's Agreed. but the problem with that Randolph is they don't they, the context is lost 
And that's what they yeah. run with. It's like, oh right, yeah, right, well, yeah, right. we don't need the black history now. You're right. Because look right, at Morgan right. Freeman. Look what Morgan Freeman the, said. And that's the problem. I'm like, <laughs> so you're you're uh, you're you're mischaracterizing and not seeing what he's actually saying because it doesn't serve your it doesn't serve your purposes. I don't know what Idris Elba was even trying to do. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you saying here? You know, well, I don't like, see myself as a black actor because it puts me in a box. I'm like, well, that black skin of yours puts you in the box, sir. Your black skin kept you from being James Bond. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) and um, so like even like and 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 me personally, and I could be wrong. I'm wrong a lot. This is the first time I've seen white people be very not just invested in Black history, uh, not just invested in like removing it, but just invested in actually teaching it as well. And it just seems like whenever. You know, maybe I'm maybe I'm, what's the guy's name who said stop helping out black people? I kind of agree with him now because sometimes we oh, do. No. Oh no, we done lost <laughs> Mike, y'all. That's, see, that's, see, that's why you got Hold a cramp when you went down. Russian acid. <laughs> I mean, you stop pepping the taste. Russian acid. Yep. You know, I was just I was just thinking about it. I was like, yeah, they first, going out there. You know, first they, the they, seasoning they, and not a racism. I see yeah. how it goes. He was like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go. I'll be back, y'all. I gotta go to watch Fox News. Tucker Tucker's on. I gotta go. <laughs> your your main man, Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Idris said that I'm like, wait, and they tried to back up off, and I'm like, it's too late, man. Didn't I don't want Daniel Kaluuya have a have a have a thread on Twitter, kind of explaining what he felt that was about as yeah, a black yeah. actor. You know what's hilarious about stuff like that. I saw a dude who said that about Kyrie Irving the other day. He was talking to Dominique Foxworthy because Foxworthy's been defending Kyrie because Dominique likes people who are questing and intelligent and trying to find something. And he was like, can we stop saying that Kyrie Irving is smart? This was his friend who's a writer. He was like, not a smart he was, man. he's not. He was like, how he is it that he's so basketball. smart? How is it that he's so smart and yet he can't seem to articulate what it is that is in his head ever? He can never articulate the thing that he's in his head. There's never any possible way that he's he just asking questions. It. But we keep saying that he's smart. Just asking know. questions. That's the same thing about Idris. So Daniel Kaluuya's got to get on and got to get on for him and tell him what what Idris is trying to say. Well, I think because <laughs> Idris gave a quote to a magazine and they can give you like they can put half your quote in there. They can change up the context of of it so you know that's why a lot of people that's why celebrities uh, early on said twitter was great because they the filter of getting a filter what i would ask idris is do you did you say you do not want to be called a black actor because it puts you in a box and then if you say yes to that follow-up question you understand that it's your black skin that has put you in that box Right. Do you understand that? Or do you think it's just the mentality of I portray myself as a black actor, therefore I'm in a box? Because that's not how it works, sir. He wasn't complaining about that when he had the lead role in um, The Wire. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Kirby Jones. Hey, I'm cool with that. Get you some fried shrimp. And while you're there getting shrimp, every, 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 uh, Seafood place serves chicken. So just get, pick me up a two piece. I'm fine with that. You every seafood place serves that. chicken. Every seafood place does serve chicken. Because it's white meat. <laughs> so just pick me up a two piece. Just make what's sure wrong? it's not fried in the same grease. That's all Randolph, it's like I do. Randolph, what's wrong with the colored meat? 
the dark meat. The dark, oh, the, the, dark, the, the no. colored, the colored, what's wrong with the colored meat, Randall? <laughs> colored uh, section of the chicken. What's wrong with the colored section? Actually, you know, I've kind of come around on, before I figured out the difference between dark meat and, and white meat. I've kind of come like, around on, on dark meat, particularly thighs. Here's the problem is it's not a lot of meat. That's the problem I have with it. It's just, it's not yeah. a lot of meat on a so thigh. So the dark meat is, the darker, the dark meat but is cheaper. the juicy part, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can get thighs cheaper than breasts, so you can make up for the lack of meat. Yeah, you, you just make a lot of you just make a lot of them motherfuckers. Yeah. I yeah, might fry some thighs tomorrow. Now I think about it. I might fry some thighs, some fry some thighs for dinner tomorrow. Do you guys want to see and Gregorio's menu? Randolph, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 My fries, I'm, as we talk about fried thighs. chicken, I'm like, I think I'm going to fry me some chicken tomorrow. In Greece, I'm going to stand outside your house and protest, Randolph. <laughs> I'm going to fry them in the skillet. I'm thinking about that right now. I think I'm going to fry, some, fry up some good In fries. fact, that sounds absolutely delicious. I'm fry up some chicken tomorrow. I haven't fried chicken in a while. I think I'm going to have to, not, I haven't fried any in this house, so I got to get the house smelling like fried chicken. <laughs> this is Gregorio's menu. He sends us this in a group chat okay. for um, like a Black History themed menu. First, I know it's delicious. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, this one he calls red drink. <laughs> right off the bat. Red drink. <laughs> what water, you want? Some red. Hibiscus, water, hibiscus water, sugar, flour. red. <laughs> yeah. Red. Water, hibiscus flour, agave, ginger, cloves, and orange juice. <laughs> and um, I guess there's probably like maybe they could do a brunch version and throw some vodka in there, perhaps. You or absolutely yeah. could. Just a Ooh. teaspoon of vodka for me. Uh, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely could. Trinidad style Kalalu. Um, some kind of greens related thing. Uh, this is, I, mean, I don't know food from around is. the world. I don't know what a Kalalu is. <laughs> Either. Sound like a fruit. Might be you're gonna like this sweet plantain grits. Man, I would eat the hell out of that. Sweet. Oh, no, no, no. They're mm-hmm. sweet. I'm you like for sweet it. grits. I'm here like for cornbread. That. Let's go. Don't have to put sugar on it either. He's already there for me. Yeah. Um, this next one is uh, probably the one I would go to if I saw it there. Um, chopped cheese scramble. Mm. The eggs and chopped cheese? I'm assuming it's like a chopped cheese. It's not on a bun. It's more like a, a bowl. Like a, a bowl. You have a burrito bowl. Yeah. Okay, but scramble, maybe there's some egg in there. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming it's some meat because I, you know, I recently don't know what the fuck chopped cheese was. I'm like, yeah. this is not this is not cheese. You chop up. They was like, no. This is basically an elevated hamburger helper, if you ask me. This is yeah. uh, this chopped yeah. cheese scramble. Oh, okay. hmm. And then the next one, jackfruit pernil. I've never had jackfruit. Yeah, that's island fruit. Yeah. No, I've, I've never had, had jackfruit either. And then the last one, I think we can all agree on the last one, hot honey that. bacon. Look at that. Yeah, that is, that is delicious. Honey. That sounds absolutely delicious. <laughs> that is look, delicious. Look at that. Look that at is gorgeous. That. Look, look at that. Look at that syrup drip down slow. I don't know that, that syrup. Hot honey. Shiny and shit. <laughs> look at that. Got you know what? It's glistening all over. It's bad. <laughs> That's, That's motherland. All I see. That's motherland food right there. Look at that. And um, he saved that. But, for, he, that's the last one he said. He saved the hot honey bacon for. They got clothes strong. You know. Come yeah. on. Yeah. You got to get the money shots. Hey, um, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull the Randolph line. Um, hey Randolph, you wanna you wanna bring this one on home? Is it about that time? Hey, I gotta. Yeah, I gotta. Gotta do some running around. Yeah, <laughs> I got, I got family have, stuff to do. I actually have a gig yeah. tonight. 
Yeah, I gotta um, get ready. Run over to Men's Warehouse. Speaking of that, pick up some pants I had. But oh shit, get you get you a good ascot. Yeah, gotta fuck off my time. I gotta ask us, girl. You already know. <laughs> I'm about to say I'm messing with you. I'm about to say you're looking like girl. Mine is high quality. <laughs> what if instead right of the up in my closet, instead of the Snoop display, they just had a pile of ascots at Kroger? Just on the table. <laughs> I don't know. They had Snoop wrapped up in the ascot. <laughs> Let's go. Get over there. Now. With the bottle of wine in his hands. It's called 18 inch neck. That, that Snoop Rose is good. Neck. <laughs> that Snoop Rose is good. I bought a bottle of it good? to watch during that vampire movie, that terrible vampire movie he was in with with um, uh, Jamie, Jamie Fox. Fox. Damn, that mm-hmm. shit was bad. I was, was very disappointed in that. Was like, oh, no, was this was not on Tubi. It, no, no, it's not on Tubi. It's still on Netflix. It's bad. The only the only good thing about it is the. I watched the making of it, and they brought in contortionists to be the vampires, so they can twist. They were twisting their bodies up and yes, stuff. They, they brought were. in people from Cirque du Soleil because cool. they weren't working during the pandemic. So he brought in all these people to just to do all that. Was great, but other than that, <laughs> shit is not good at all. <laughs> shit, I'm like this shit don't make no goddamn sense. Do it, do it. Got to make sense. Do it, got to. But I drink wine. It's got to make some kind of sense. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I drank that wine good. with it, and I was like, "This is actually not bad." Shit! In fact, they're gonna make me go buy some nineteen. I'm prime. thinking about it right now. If I get that chicken tomorrow, y'all look out on the on my uh, oh, on my shit. gram. You gonna see this bitch? I'm gonna, gonna have, have a... some red drink and chicken and waffles. <laughs> what what can I what can I pair with the chicken? We usually do corn on the cob, the little cobets. Mm. I mean, anything goes with chicken, though, right? You yeah, it does. Any, literally anything goes with chicken. Get some rice and put some uh, mambo sauce on it. Yeah, I go to brunch. We go to brunch, and I come back and I make chicken later. You got it. I got to eat more than once, babe. <laughs> gotta, I'm gonna eat more than once in the day. You know, I don't yeah, brun- eat yeah, once. I don't. I'm not a possessor of a tiny stomach. You know, <laughs> tiny <laughs> stomach. <laughs> Randolph don't brunch like me and Mike. Me and Mike go to brunch, and then the day's over. We like you right. know what? I think I'm sleep to it tomorrow because you know. We brunch hard. We like. No, I oh, can't do. I can't brunching? do that. It depends. Now I might come home from brunch full. If I do that, then you gonna take a nap. All bets are off because I gotta watch, um, The Last of Us tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. no, The Last of Us will be watching me if I go to brunch because this is done. For, I'm, I'm done for. <laughs> You'll be asleep on the couch. That's a good idea, Ashley. I should like, probably do rap. that. Yeah, As you said, post a meal with a with a Happy Black History Month comment. I ought to do that. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good, let's go for it. That's a good and idea. You know, and you know when you do that, I'm a pop. I'm a pop up when I see it and start complaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need. Trying to think of a good a good side. I'm gonna be a hater. On what a, a side on what on on them on on them on fried thighs. No, it's tried to eat with chicken. Maybe oh, man, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't go to the grocery store, you do some glory greens. I'm the only one. That, well, no, because Ava will eat greens sometimes. Go get you a little side of glory greens. Amy never got a, Amy never got a, Amy too. never got a taste for greens. What she, what Amy wants is my mom's macaroni and cheese, and I can't make it like she can make it. So that's the only thing. I, so I, can't, potatoes? I can't make it the way she makes it. I could try, twist, but I can't. Do she use a sauce or a roux? I don't know what she does with her with her macaroni and cheese. She tried to give me the Nez. I was like, my shit don't come out like yours. You know what? You know, you know, you know, you know, you know what it is, Randolph? What's that? My mom's a Russian asset. No, it's a hint. (laughs) Uh, Because I I learned this from my mama when she cooks when she cooks food for the house. And I'm like, 
You know what it is? It's the love, man. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. You, you don't have love in there. Put over the top. Yeah. Now like he is a practicing until you got this glory green slander happening in the chat. I like glory green. Green. I'm, I'm, I, I, I closed the chat. That's what I said. Not the glory greens. I closed the chat. You're not gonna sit here and disperse the, <laughs> the, the 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 great. The great glory green, not on not on my watch. Not why not not while this sun is setting. My mom even recommended glory greens if you're in a rush, is what she said. If you're in a rush, if you you got no time on your hands, they they buy that shit and they spice it up. I seen people take baked beans and just spice that shit up. Like you know what, I'm gonna add my own shit to it. Only if you're in a rush, Randolph. When you're in that kitchen and you're making that macaroni and cheese, you gotta you gotta close your eyes, take a deep breath, open up your chi. And let the ancestors use you as you make this macaroni and cheese. That's yes. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You got to open you up your You become a chi. conduit. You become a conduit. Become a conduit. That's what let, it is. You got to, it's not, it's not about you anymore. Your yeah. body is not your it's body. Not about you no more. Yeah. The I really want some fried chicken you. now. But I don't want Popeye's fried chicken. That nigga Gene done beat you. I want some homemade fried chicken. That's the thing. We eat chicken all the time. I had to push myself away from eating Popeye's too much. I was like, all right, let me just get down to (laughs) bring it down to once a week. You had to take a break. Uh, TPS said, go to Milk and Honey, get yourself some takeout. They got chicken and waffles and stuff. But I know. Well, we're like I said, we're going to Chadwick tomorrow. I'm sure they'll have chicken on. They'll have chicken on their. Oh, for sure. Yeah. On their brunch menu. If I do chicken on a brunch menu, then I'm not doing it for dinner tonight. I love, I love chicken, but I'm not a I'm not a three me two meals a day chicken. I can't do that. That's not two meals a day. That's too. Well, if you do fried chicken, <laughs> then you got to turn around and do rotisserie or baked or something like that. It can't be fried much. chicken for for right. brunch and then fried chicken for dinner. You can try chicken again for dinner. That's too much. Karen, let me tell you about that rotisserie chicken at Costco. I like rotisserie. That's pretty good. Clutch. It's clutch. It's pretty good. Yeah. You get you like two of them chickens. And yeah. some glory greens. I'm gonna go back to the glory greens because I will not allow the slander to happen. If you're in a rush, you can feed your whole family of three cans of glory greens and two rotisserie <laughs> chickens from Costco. You know what I should do is this do is coming from experience. Sound like fried it might. chicken, the the greens, glory or or whatever, and some cornbread. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That, oh, you need to let the you need to let the see. That's a meal that the ancestors will be summoned. Mm-hmm. They'll be summoned that, to your like kitchen. That's a Black History Month meal. <laughs> it starts I with it too. What's a good uh, rice? White rice with gravy. No, not white rice. You need to throw some color on that rice. It's Black History Month. Some color. Oh, brown rice. <laughs> so brown brown rice. Wild rice. You know, so let's, wild, let's be wild. wild rice. Cajun rice or dirty <laughs> rice. Who said cut my mic? rice. Who said cut? Who said cut my mic? We're doing uh, this live. Said, said cut Mike's mic. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of, of brown rice for some reason. I never got to You get that rice peel like, after you get the. Brown rice has to be just done just right. It dries too easy for me. We're doing this live. We're doing this live, Andrew. You're not gonna cut my mic. We're doing yeah, this live. I said red beans and rice. rice. I like red yeah. beans and rice. As Kirby Jones is saying, white rice. Oh, white. Nah, white we're not doing the, rice. Not, 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 not on Black History Month. I want my rice dirty. I want it oh, colored. Shit. I you want, want your wife ancestors. dirty and wild. Yeah. Hey. I want that thing. I want that thing to be like Rihanna. I want to have wow, wow thoughts. <laughs> here's what I here's what I do. I do. This is if 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 this goes down. I do fried chicken thighs, mm-hmm. a can of glory for me. Okay. Maybe four ears of corn for them. Ooh. Four ears of corn for them. White Ooh. rice, chicken okay. gravy. I okay. can't agree with the white and rice. And I'll oh, make what? some and I'll make a I'll make some cornbread. Oh, oh. 
That's easy. You know what? Randolph, you make, make that white. Make sure you get a bottle, a bottle of uh, uh, that Snoop Dogg. Make it all black history. He bought a black history of all time. If you make that white rice, um, Randolph, Umar Khan is going to come through that door. Umar, you mean Umar Johnson. Yeah, Umar Johnson. Umar Khan. You do that all the time, Umar Khan. Yeah. Umar Johnson is going to come through that door and look at you and stare at you hard as you place that white rice on that plate. But there's going to be like a brown gravy on it. We're doing a late brunch, so if I eat at two, we'll be done eating at three. Yeah, and then I come back, I make dinner for six. We'll be in the house, <laughs> and then I have leftovers for the next day, the next two days. Smart, smart. That's, that's smart. Maybe in the house. Yeah, or I think or Randolph, or you could go to Costco and get you two rotisserie chickens. Okay. <laughs> I've done each. this. I've done this before. I've gone. I've gone to Fresh Market, got a rotisserie chicken. Brought home and cut it up. Yeah. And then you just make the rest of the sides. You know, I cut it up. I even spatchcocked it. Brought it home, cut it up. A cooked chicken. Spatchcocked it. Cut the back out. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about something that was a spatchcock? You cut the spine out. <laughs> so you cut the spine. If, if you do it when it's raw, you cut the spine and you can lay it flat. You can open it up. Uh, yeah, and, and then it's 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 and you can people do that before they cook it because it cooks evenly that more evenly that yeah, way. Yeah, it cooks fast and evenly. I figured that out. I had to go on YouTube because Gregorio was like, just follow this guy on YouTube and yeah. tell you how to do it. You gotta break that chicken's back. That's yeah, what you, you break do. the break the back. Uh, <laughs> you gotta, sometimes you gotta lay some wood on that chicken and break the back. Exactly. Uh, that 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 you gonna fuck that chicken? That you gonna stop you? You breaking back? I tell you what, <laughs> no matter what I'm doing, no matter what you know I'm what doing when tomorrow, you get your back broke. no matter <laughs> what I'm doing tomorrow, y'all look on the socials. I will be drinking some Snoop wine. Come on, Snoop Dogg wine. Karen said that chicken gonna block you on Instagram. You gotta block that chicken on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that chicken gonna be all in your DMs. <laughs> you gonna do me like you gonna break wine. my back and you gonna leave me like this, right? You gonna leave me like this? How dare you? <laughs> you leave chicken gonna be board. protesting. Y'all gonna be that chicken gonna that chicken you gonna be like that chicken gonna be knocking on your window. <laughs> oh, now you're over there with that white rice. Is that what's going on? That's exactly you left me happened. for that white rice. <laughs> I can't believe exactly you. I can't believe you left me for that white rice. <laughs> white rice. <laughs> that white rice. White Who, who's rice. Jasmine? Who's Jasmine? Is that that white Come rice? On. <laughs> that who, who white is this wild rice? rice? Who was wild? I thought I was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I tried some wild rice soup from from Safeway. That, that no, don't do it. It got to be made right. Wild, wild rice, rice chicken root. Don't do it. it. It got to be made right because the, the black rices was all gritty. I was like, why y'all do yeah. the black rices? Yes, like that's the, yeah, that's the, it, that's has made, it has to be made right. Because yeah, oh, did you see that comment from special. Did you see that comment from James? James Clay said white rice. The, the thick kind. Come on, the thick kind. That, that pog rice. Yes, that pog rice. White rice. The thick kind. That ass white rice. Hog rice. I like that white girl rice. Hog rice. The white rice is no better. (laughs) Hog rice. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for coming in with us. As always, we appreciate y'all. Y'all got a good discussion out of me. Y'all got a y'all that see freeloaders don't normally get these kind of discussions. Y'all got no, they don't. Y'all normally miss this type of conversation. We need to get to the feedback. Sorry, y'all. We get to the next feedback was just like three comments from Raphael. Yes. I was really, um, we'll get next week. 
we get to Rod going to watch Cocaine Bell. He'll be back next week. Get us so we don't get off the rails. I'm waiting on Cocaine Bear really 2, Electric Boogaloo. That's what I'm waiting on. Oh, I'm, I'm, really I'm going to see Cocaine Bear tomorrow. I can't wait to see a bear get high. Let's go. Jesus. I was really trying to derail this podcast on the Freeloader show, and I just couldn't figure out a way. Y'all took over. I want to yeah. see you. I want to see the the origin story. I want to see the story of Pablo Escobar. <laughs> oh, let's go. Let's go. Me and yeah. me and Roger was talking and about the whole universe of it. Let's go and down and all on the that note. And on that note. Hey, they don't the, we don't uh, us bears don't own the planes that bring the cocaine over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? We didn't bring the cocaine into our forest. Why don't they go after that guy? Bear Bear no, we, yeah, we didn't plan didn't plan to go this long. We wrapped this shit up. All right. You, 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 you said that bear is a, it's Malcolm X. We didn't land on the forest. The forest landed on us. <laughs> Mikey's going last. I'm Randall. I'm Andy Klein. <laughs> I'm Karen Morrow. And I'm Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> you guys on. We out.